So for those of you that don't follow me on other social media platforms outside of maybe Instagram, you should definitely be following me there. TikTok, it's really fun. You got to follow me there too. YouTube, yeah, you can subscribe over there as well. Um, maybe you just listen to the podcast and that's cool too. And I appreciate you so much, but I also hang out on Facebook. Of course, my group. Yes. Join that as well. Clubhouse. And you might not have ever heard of Clubhouse. It's a social audio app where people can go and just talk. There's no feeds. It's just real time. It's real life. It's, it's speaking. It's an awesome opportunity. If you want to be a speaker for you to practice and hone in on your craft, but It's something that I've done over the course of the last two years since it came out during the COVID era, and it skyrocketed so many awesome relationships that even catapulted my opportunity to host Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference, and so many cool things have transpired just by saying yes to a platform that I didn't have any idea how to use, but I said, open it up one day, and I'm like, okay, God, do your thing. Have your way. I say yes to your will, and it's been beautiful. So this specific episode is pulled from the social audio app, Clubhouse, when I'm sharing in that space and and dropping gems, if you will, is something that they say, and I'm moderating on that space as well. It's basically like I just have the mic on a platform with a bunch of people listening. It's a live podcast, to be honest. I'm processing this as I'm saying it out loud. Regardless, it's really cool. You're going to get the goods here since you might not hang out with me there, but I am live 8 a.m. on Wednesdays and 11.30 a.m. on Wednesdays on something called Breakfast with Champions. You can also find us on Instagram if you want to find out more about it. And join us on the social audio app and in the rooms all over. There's lots going on in that space. I pray it blesses you. In fact, I know that it will, but I still want to pray because it's His will, not mine. His voice, not mine. So get the nuggets that you need and activate, friends. Be fit in faith. That's what we're here for. Founders, innovators, and trailblazers in their faith who are saying yes as marketplace ministers. All right, enjoy. Welcome to the Fit and Faith podcast. Fit is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress. And this podcast isn't like the cookie cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi. And so we do go there unscripted, no matter how far, wide, deep or high the there is. My desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. Well, good morning. I am so excited to be here. I've been getting my workout on with Bill, who always energizes me, hanging out with Marvin, who brings it back to Zen. And then it's a little bit of a blend when I hang out. And so, Marvin, I appreciate you. Thanks for the mic and thanks for the space, you guys. Breakfast with Champions has been a really big part of my individual growth over the course of the last two years. Um, And when someone was mentioning about community, 
community and where do I get invested and how do I get invested? I am such a proponent of networking. I'm such a proponent of net worthing, which was a huge element of the conference that we just did in Nashville a couple of weeks ago. And I am posting up at the top a link which gives you access to check out what happened. Um, literally, you can download this as a resource hub. And currently, all of the recordings from the conference are on there. Hint, hint for free. So go check them out. Uh, we wanted to gift it out as uh, it was something we could have never anticipated from an energy alignment, um, from a boost for a fire that was flamed. I mean, literally, it was unbelievable how the Lord showed up. And so if you want to see the behind the scenes, we're allowing it to be open to everyone for just a couple of weeks, and then it'll go back to those who have paid for the resource hub. But I'm giving you that link now, so check it out. And in the process, I want to talk about hope. I want to talk about hope connected to even keeping up with the Joneses, right? And a lot of people who sit in this space of hope and they recognize or don't recognize, they stay blinded to the fact that they aren't able, they aren't worthy, they aren't capable, they don't have what it currently takes uh, because they're doing one thing wrong. And I'm going to save that one thing till the very end. So I hope you hang out for the next 30 minutes and go into the acronym and the experience of hope. That was really deposited to me this morning when I was in the book of James, biblically. Happenstance only propels eternity. Happenstance only propels eternity. There's different ways that you can say that statement, but I hope you're writing it down. Hope happenstance only propels eternity. So you have people who talk about circumstances. They talk about coincidences. I like to say God winks. Um, but we have to recognize that everything was predestined. And yet, because we have free will, even in the cultivation of our business and what it is that we're doing here on earth, everyone's clawing and looking for purpose and looking for calling and trying to discover even who they are and why they're here. So I have a couple questions. If you look around you, what do you see currently? What do you feel? What do you have? Maybe it's tangibles. Maybe it's intangible. What do you believe that you're still lacking? Maybe you're lacking a tangible resource. Maybe you're lacking an intangible resource, something inside of self. And what do you still want? So as you prepare for 2023, there's several questions, these questions, that are things that you should be sitting with. When we talk about self-development, I am always thinking about spiritual development connected to the self and the who that dwells inside of us as Christians. If that means nothing to you and you're like, what is she talking about? Stay in the self-help. We'll talk about it more. Look around you. What do you see? What do you feel? What do you have? What do you believe that you are still lacking and what do you still want? The next question that comes from that place, because that's your happenstance, right? That's where you are in this very moment with this very breath. And yet there's a hope connected to tomorrow, connected perhaps to your eternity. And so the question remains, how are you going to get there? We had an incredible uh, speaker who was on my podcast recently, and I was reading his book prior to recognizing that he was the same person I was about to podcast with and interview, as well as he was also an incredible speaker, and I got connected with him here in Breakfast with Champions. So again, make sure you're not just listening. Make sure you're networking. 
recognizing who you're in community with. So I had felt my spirit leap when he spoke. His name is Skylar Lewis. And I guess at the moment I felt encouraged enough to buy his book and didn't even know that who he was or where he came from, but really loved the concept of the two-day CEO. He came on the podcast talking about this incredible company, Rise Up Kings, and he's helping entrepreneurs do similar things that I am. Again, could I look at this as competition or could I look at this as a net worth opportunity to grow and expand what I feel like we have a massive momentum in the marketplace right now as marketplace ministers? And so I'm having this conversation, not knowing that I'm also reading his book. And that very morning, it was revealed to me, oh my goodness, this is the same person. Happenstance? Coincidence? Godwink? I don't know. But I had hope in that very moment of the next conversation, not even tomorrow, just the next couple hours. God, you're doing something here. What do you see? What do you feel? What do you have? What do you believe you're still lacking and what do you still want? These are questions that are literally being revealed if your eyes are open, if your ears are open, if your heart is open in this very moment. And yet we're always clawing for the next moment or the next movement or the next resource or the next coach or the next blessing even. But we're in a blessing right now. And that current blessing and awareness of that blessing is what propels your eternity. So we've all learned valuable lessons that have gotten us to where we are today. And the two-day CEO, CEO, this book that I'm in the process of still reading, I haven't completed it yet, is talking about the blessings, one of which was him holed up in a multi, uh, uh, multi-room house with a bunch of other guys in his young 20s. This was decades ago, and they decided that they didn't have the resources. They didn't have the tangible uh, ability to pay for heat, okay, to pay for heat. This was his happenstance. This was his circumstance. This was his current blessing. And, of course, he was looking at it in the moment, in the flesh, thinking, oh, my gosh, I have nothing around me. I don't have what it takes. I feel freezing. I also feel tired and worn out. And I feel like all of my entrepreneurial dreams have been complete waste of time. I have nothing to prove. I have nothing to show. I don't even know what the next step or what tomorrow will bring. I just know that I'm tired and I'm weary. And I know that there are entrepreneurs in this space right now in some way, shape, or form. Maybe it's not in your actual business. Maybe your business is thriving. Maybe it's in your relationships. Maybe it's just in your spiritual walk. Maybe it's in your body and your physical well-being or lack thereof. Maybe it's a mental health conversation around anxiety or overwhelm or depression like it was for Skylar in that moment. And then there was a knock on the door. Happenstance? Coincidence? Godwink? It was a moment where his dad, who he wasn't even really connected to, his dad had always been there, but not in physical presence because he lived with his mom his whole life, just had a happenstance, a circumstance, a Godwink happen and prompt inside of him to say, go check on your son. Go bring him a standing heater. He didn't know he wasn't paying for heat. He didn't know that he was cold. And there's promptings and intuition people will talk about gut feelings. Have you ever thought about someone and then decided to take the very next step and you called them or you texted them and they're like, I was just thinking about you or I really needed to hear that. 
had Walt McKinley, who is another author friend of mine. I've got a lot of author friends. Happenstance? Circumstance? God wink, listen to what's happening in our lives in this very moment. So we're talking on the podcast on Monday and he tells me about his book, which is Monsters in My House. Incredible. His backstory, oh, he found himself not just in a cold room with no heat. He found himself in basements chained to beds as a child. Wild. And yet he's still breathing. There's still an element of hope connected to his tomorrow, his eternity. And there's a valuable lesson in that very moment. There's a valuable lesson in the very moment that you're in right now. My circumstance in this moment looks a lot different than it did just seven years ago where I was literally in fetal position wanting to take my life, experiencing night tremors and night shakes, my whole body anxious, depressed, unaware of what I was made to do here on earth as it was in heaven, though I was working in two businesses and a CEO, right? The glitz and the glam, the, the white picket fence, my husband, my, my two kids outside in looked really good, but the happenstance on the inside of me was dark and depraved. And so maybe you have mentors. Maybe you're learning from books right now. Maybe you're in the experience of a hardship or maybe you're in a high point. Maybe you too are reading the Bible right now and you are clawing for some sort of truth. Maybe you don't hear God speaking to you at all or maybe you don't even know who God is. Maybe you're just relying on your own gut or your intuition and that too is a first step. But when we blend all of these things together, we recognize the resources that are at hand right now. You've had teachers who have poured into you. You've had perhaps parents or not that were present or not. There's something to learn from them. They too were mentors, maybe in what not to do. But if we don't blend all of those things together, when we think about hope and what's next, we're limiting the happenstance of the current moment. And we're limiting the truth of the plan that has been predestined for you for greatness, for goodness, for leadership, for provision, for abundance, for a life well-lived, for all the things that you don't currently have and you still want. That's hope. Your rich eternity is still yours to create. You're still breathing. Chained to a bed in a basement, he was still breathing. In a room with no funds, in tons of debt, at 22 years old, he was still breathing. At 29 in fetal position, thinking that I had it all and let inside of me I had nothing at all, I still was breathing. But as I was discussing with my mastermind this week, we're sitting on a call and everyone was talking about business development and where they want to be in the next year. Hope. Happenstance. Currently, what ladder rung are you on? Everyone has a ladder. Everyone has a ladder. My question is, what foundation have you put it on to build the thing that you think you're meant to do? Maybe you don't see exactly where the ladder is in. Maybe you're only on ladder rung two while you look to others in competition or comparison and say, oh, how are they so much farther ahead of me? They're younger than me. They're not as 
wise as I am. They don't have as many resources at their fingertips. They don't have, they're lacking. You're judging their lack or you're judging their greatness. But either way, you're comparing. And you've heard it said that comparison is the thief of joy. And that is true. But what's interesting about that is that their ladder could not be built on the right foundation. And so they've gotten to where they've gotten faster, but they don't have what it takes to keep going. And therefore, they're going to have to climb all the way back down to move the ladder. I had to do this personally. I was jumping ladder rungs after ladder rungs, and it felt like I was winning Skylar Lewis felt the same way with some of the businesses that he cultivated, one of which was in high school. He was making more money. He was paying the bills for his mom in high school. He was helping an entire sales team generate their own money at 15, 16 years old. Now, Walt's situation didn't look as grandiose, and yet he was still breathing. And he was actually cultivating the foundation of his ladder before he started to do it because he was relying on something and someone greater that was providing him breath in that moment. So I'm talking to my mastermind about these ladder rungs and we're thinking about what ladder rung have we skipped? What have you skipped? When you ask those questions, when you're looking around your current state, what do you see? What do you feel? What do you have? What do you believe you're still lacking? And what do you still want? Are you trying to just keep going higher? Or do you need to get down off of the place in which you currently are so that you can then go faster, stronger, more sturdy, and you don't have to do it decades later when the ladder falls over? We judge and we idolize where other people are, but we don't consider the lessons that they've learned to get where they are. So I had this conference that I mentioned and it's available to go check out or just to get all the resources. If you're looking for more resources to develop your business, this is not just a me hub. We have new teachers and trainers who are coming in on a consistent basis. I'm super excited. Pastor Anthony, who you guys have heard from before, will be in there um, with his new uh, course load and Jay Stallings, who is the worship leader that was there. His new works were going to come out. We have new partnerships that we're collaborating with. Again, coincidence? Happenstance or God wink when you have people in your net worth that you're building who also are cultivating their and walking their ladder on a firm foundation. So there's this space and I'm sitting there and I have somebody come up to me and they're like, I want to do what you do. John Maxwell responds to that. Do you want to do what I did? Do you want to be where I've been? Or when you have mentors and coaches who actually teach you from a place of wisdom where you don't have to go where I've gone or done exactly what I did in the time frame that I've done. That's why people coach. They're trying to get you to the ladder rung more effectively so you don't have to stay there that long. Then there's the other people who come and say, I want to speak on that stage next year. I said, awesome. Have you spoken on any other stages? Have you started talking? What's your message? Where are you sharing it? I want to be a multi-best-selling author. Awesome. Have you started writing out chapter one? Have you started mapping out what the book's even about? 
We cannot get to somebody else's happenstance. We cannot hope for somebody else's eternity if we are not taking the steps to get there. This is a moment of conviction for all of us. Where are you? What do you want so desperately and yet you've not put in the work? So I had another amazing community member who actually put down a down payment with me earlier this year. She was so excited to jump in and I only take on my clients every quarter except for our mastermind that's annual and she every quarter was kind of just deferring. She would, I would talk to her, we'd talk on a monthly basis, I'd check in to see how things were going and it felt like she was never going to take the leap. So yesterday I reach out to her and I'm like, so are you ready? Like we're getting to the end of this year, let's do this next year, let's actually propel. And out of eight months of talking to her, waiting, hoping for herself, I was hoping for her, not for me, hoping because I see greatness inside of her and I see her hanging out on the same ladder rung day in and day out. It was the first time in eight months that she was actually honest with me. Not to say she was lying before, she just wasn't giving me the whole truth. She said, I don't feel actually worthy of working with you. I haven't progressed this year. I haven't made the amount that I wanted. I haven't hit my own goals. And I feel like if I work with you, I'm just going to be stuck in this place of not enough compared to mm, all the other people that you work with. Comparison, doubt, fear. You hear people from a coaching perspective ask this really great question about possibility. What if? There's a lot of possibility in there, but what happens when we stand in the lack mentality of our current happenstance is the what if is about impossibility, focused on the lack. And as we excavate a bit more of the conversation, same with the women in the mastermind on where they need to go and the ladder rungs in which they need to go back to in order to propel forward, being okay to go backwards, even knowing you're actually armed already with such greatness to now achieve that thing that you could have achieved earlier, sure, but free will, but choice, but shiny lights, but situational happenstances, but we choose a a coach and we invest in something that doesn't end up panning out. I've done these things, people. I know, I hear you. I'm sitting with you in all of these spaces as you're processing your own current happenstance. And so she says, the thing that I was waiting for her to say, she says, I know what I'm doing isn't what I'm supposed to do. I'm actually supposed to be writing a book. And God keeps telling me over and over again to go back to this thing, but I want to create security in my business. I want to create systems and I want the community to be operating well while I take this next step, this back seat essentially to write a book. What if everything stops because I'm focused on something else? Happenstance, intuition, gut, it's it's for you. God is winking at you for you not against you, not to inhibit you, not to stop your sales. Another quick story that I know will go perfectly aligned to this. We had somebody who came to our conference, the Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. You might've heard about it here before. It's, it's taken on such an incredible trajectory this year. And he came in a lot of doubt. 
But he came in curiosity and he also came in hope. Sometimes your curiosity is a God wink in and of itself. Get curious and be okay to ask questions. He wanted to see for himself what the people who he did trust and know and see, what they were staying attached to. Even if he didn't feel like there was a full element of alignment in previous experiences, he decided to leave the ball in the court of his team members, in the court of his business. He had never actually fully taken a break in years. He had never entrusted his team to do exactly what he had trained them to do fully. This is what Bill was talking about earlier. He was micromanaging, and he probably wouldn't have called it that. They might not have called it that. I am so often guilty of this. My team often says, Tamara, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Let your team sometimes get it wrong so that they too can take the next step in their ladder without you being the one holding them or holding the ladder. They've got to figure it out. So he comes, he invests, he gets into the space. He's sold out for three days. He's just all in on the experience. And the Lord reveals to him new things. Happenstance propels eternity. And I believe the current happenstance that you put yourself into, because we have choice, whether that's a community, whether that's an event, whether that's the next project you're working on, whether that's the next positioning of yourself, in environments, on stages, with the microphone in your hand, with the pencil in your hand. What is it? He does this thing. He shows up and he decides because God prompts him to that he's going to actually stay in that space of simmering, stay in that space of leadership acquisition, stay in that space of reflection for the entire week and stay focused on some things that he had put to the side, such as his physical health, such as his mental health, such as his relational health, because he was putting all in. He was chips all in on the ladder rung. He was existing and he needed to go back down in order to propel. This is hope in action. And that entire week, that week, instead of making the six figures that he had in the past week by week, he landed his first seven figure week with what some would perceive as his foot off the gas. But what if your foot isn't meant to be off the gas on that specific thing, but the thing in which you're saying yes to is actually plugging in multiple power sources to what God is calling you to do. You are a multifaceted human being. You are a mind, a body, a soul, and a spirit. And you are meant to do good works. They're predestined for you here on earth as it is in heaven. But what I find so often is we think our works are what validates us as human success as fleshly accolade. And the Lord says, no, daughter, son, come into me. Come into your mind. Come into your spirit. Come into the oneness of your creator that goes back to your very breath, your very moment, your very happenstance. What are you supernaturally intentional about in where you are today? Because we have this belief based in free will that it's all happenstance, it's all circumstance, it's all just coincidental. And yet if God uses all things for good and has predestined those good works for us to operate here on earth, then we are capable of supernatural intention today in our breath.
So I asked all those questions at the beginning and you should have seen some gaps. There should be some empty elements on your mind map. And not because you lack, but because there is hope, because there is opportunity, because there is a higher level. My book is called Always Becoming with Intention because there is grace and mercy in that moment. There's grace and mercy in the chained up bed experience of Walt. There's grace and mercy in the no heater room where his dad comes to visit him and gives him the very thing that he needs. He actually lends his hope and his encouragement. I had the same thing happen to me when I was in fetal position and I armored myself. I, I created a tool belt of new fresh weapons that I had never been given, but I had to let go things of the flesh that felt like success in order for me to experience what I now know as sustenance. This was what I shared, and you can listen to the entire thing, sustenance over success. Simply by clicking on the link, you can download the resource hub. It's all free. It's also a web browser, so if you don't want to watch it on your phone, you can click on the web browser link as well. But I'm saying this for such intention, for such a time as this, for the person who is avoiding. You're avoiding the known element in your life that's going to propel your destiny because you don't think that you have the natural assets or resources. And you are choosing to stay in your current happenstance with a lack mentality, with doubt, Perhaps even casting it as, I am just patiently waiting on the Lord. Do you hear people saying this? Just patiently waiting. I'm just praying over it. You guys, prayer is so incredibly powerful. Prayer is intention for the world, for the kingdom, for the the spirit world to evoke action in your flesh, in the thing that you are meant to do. I could sit here and pray that the door physically in front of me opens. I could pray for that. And I, I don't want to doubt or disbelieve that perhaps the wind will eventually come and open it and unlock the door, maybe. Or maybe there's an, something else. My son will eventually walk through to come talk to me or something supernatural could happen. I don't know. I could also get up, walk across the room and open the door. Who in this moment needs to get up, walk across the room and open the door? Get up, walk across the room and start writing the book. Get up, walk across the room and start working out. Get up, walk across the room and start getting hydrated in the word. Get up and walk across the room and start connecting with people. So many examples in this very week are being revealed to me, even in this moment as I'm sharing. Another one of my clients, she's like, Tamara, I have, we have this incredible system that we've built over the last four months. I'm so proud of it. I'm so excited. And I feel like my goals aren't being met. What goal do you have for me? What do you want me to do? What do you think is a good milestone? I throw out some numbers. I give her some examples. I want her goal to be met, not my goal to be met. And my very next question is, okay, if you're looking for greater impact, if you're looking for greater influence, if you're looking to build a community, if you're looking to grow your email list, as Bill is talking about, let's just go down to the root of business building. That's what I do. And yet you haven't shared the very thing that you've built, that you've cultivated. You haven't even shared it. How does it work? 
How does the door open if you don't open the door? A month ago, I told you really quick, I have one minute, I was going to give you the answer. The answer to hope, happenstance only propels eternity with one thing. A month ago, I chose the word over my birth year, risk. Risk. Sounds creepy, sounds weird, sounds a little interesting for for a Christian perhaps. What are you going to risk? I'm going to risk it all. I'm going to risk it all. And the word that I want you to leave with today above all things, and what do I do next? Where do I go with this information, Tamara? It's radical obedience. Radical obedience. I am only here by radical obedience. Doing things that are hard, risking it all. I don't want you to risk your health. I don't want you to risk your family finances. I don't want that. But I do want you to think outside of the current limiting mindset of your happenstance and look to the hope of what has transpired for you to get where you are. You have weapons of warfare on your right hand, at your left hand, on your tool belt, in your mind, in your heart, on the ladder rung in which you currently exist, and you have yet to use them. So I'm calling you higher today. You want to write the book? You want to start the podcast? You want to start the business? You want to serve in ministry? You want to do something great? Reach out to me. I'll pray with you. I'll partner with you. I'll propel you. I am an activator on all fronts. And if you don't know me, if you've never met me before, my name is Tamara Andress, and I am here to help you grow your business for God's sake as a founder I love you guys. Thank you so much for the space. We'll chat soon. Hey, y'all. It's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts. And you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together, and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and this will be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.